Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Claws and Wings. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. I'm sorry for not posting on Saturday and Thursday. Uh, I was sick again, and I might sound sick. I'm not totally sure if I do, but I am sick. Um, today I will be, um, today we will be, um, talking about the, um, first book. I think I'm gonna start doing a series where I just talk about each book and how I thought of it. And I haven't done that yet, so I thought, uh, I should do that. So, of course, we're gonna start with the Dragonette Prophecy. I'm going to do this in the ways that Chewy T. Sutherland wrote it, so it's gonna be... But yeah, it's going to be, you know, uh, main series up to Jade Mountain Academy, the Jade Mountain series arc, the Jade Mountain arc, where, and then, uh, I'm going to talk about Darkstalker Legends book, and then Dragon Slayer, and then I'll move on to the, the Lost Continent arc, and then boom, we'll be done, and then we can talk about the Flames of Hope when that comes out. So that's gonna be interesting. So, uh, let's get into it. Okay, so the Dragonette Prophecy starts out as, uh, starts out, the prologue starts out when, uh, Icewing, uh, is trying to carry a Skywing egg into the cave. At least there's a cave that he's trying to get to. That's all we know at the start. And,. Then he gets tracked down by a couple of sky by a sandwing named Burn. Now we know that she's super deadly and she is very evil. So he gets he she drops the egg hundreds of feet down to the ground and kills the egg. Really, she just killed a dragonette. And so burn that's all we know her name also kills the ice ring in these hot hot burning hot chains ice rings would feel super uncomfortable to these chains you know um i'm gonna do an episode uh, there's an episode i'm planning for next uh week where i will be doing um a uh where i will be doing uh where I will be, oh yeah, where I will be doing each tribe's weakness tribe, so like, the Skywing weakness tribe would be a, probably I would say the, the Rainwing tribe, the Rainwing tribe weakness would probably, you know, I'm just gonna go into that when I, when I do the episode for that day, so, um, let's get back to it, so then she drops, burn drops, um, the, the ice wing, off the cliff killing the ice wing and that's the end of the prologue so in chapter one we meet clay um i need to get to the i need to just uh remember hey alex just my brain's like hey alex do you remember this entire book and i'm like i I mostly remember it i'm not gonna remember every detail so don't get mad at me if i accidentally get one thing wrong i probably will get a thing wrong uh but i'm trying my best to remember everything because i don't have a copy with me right at this moment and yeah so i could actually i could 
yeah. But I'm probably not gonna do that because I've been giving feedback that's not it's not I shouldn't do that. So oh oops. So basically in chapter one we meet this dragon named a mudwing named Clay, who um lives in a cave with six uh with five other dragonettes, Sunny, Starflight, Tsunami, and Glory. Wait. Glory and wait, Sunny, Starflight, Tsunami glory and clay that's it okay so it's there's it's, there's five dragonettes i think wait huh wait so it's there's a nightwing there's a there's a nightwing so yeah let me just write this down okay so there's yeah so there's s Starflight, Tsunami, um, Glory, Starflight, Tsunami, Glory, Sunny, and then Clay. So there's five dragonettes. Um, so we meet Clay. We learn that he's a mudwing who really loves food. Who's trapped in a cave with other with five other dragonettes, and dragonettes are child, which are dragonettes. Uh, baby drag a baby dragon is like a very tiny tiny dragon. Dragonette is like child age dragon, just like my age is a dra- I'm a dragonette if I were a dragon. Yeah, so I, if because if you're eleven years old, you're still a dragon. I would consider the age of thirteen being the final end of a dragonette, but being the well, I don't know because the silklings get their wings at eight, right? That get metamorphosis happens at like eight. Yeah, I think the final age for there, but I think for maturity, their brains. For their brains, I think is around thirteen. Even though when they're like, I, I've explained this in another episode, but their age is like duplicate, like time, uh, two times their other, like what their maturity is. So even at like two years old, they could have like a maturity of a six year old because you know anemone, anemone, anemone. I can't say it. Very sorry. Uh, anemone was if you read book two. You know that anemone was a maturity of around a maturity of like she was like two years old when we first met her, and she had a maturity of like an a ten year old well actually maybe like a six year old I would say a more she just seemed like bad she just seemed a lot more mature than I thought. So, like, Clay's, actually, his entire family were born, his entire friends, he calls them friends, not, they're more like brothers and sisters, I would say, they, they, because they've been living to, with each other their entire lives. Um, um, they think of each other as family more than, well, they really hate Kestrel, they really, they, they, I don't know about Dune, I think Dune is a little harsh but not too bad. Webs is the least harsh of them, but it still can be a little harsh. He's a little selfless, selfish. 
he's a little selfish. That's pretty much it about them. And so, they're their guardians. So, like, their father, their mother, father, and father. It's kind of weird to say because they have three guardians. So, they really want to, they've always dreamed of trying to escape. But Sonny really likes Dune. And Tsunami is the fierce one. And Sonny is the, like, cheerful tiny one who's less mature than everybody else but i actually don't know about that because she gets a lot more mature when she gets comes out of this cave i think it's because she gets to see the world for herself i i don't know why she just started to become so much more mature in the second third fourth and so on in the books but she does seem like to be the the cheerful one and then Glory, instead of being a Skywing, because the prophecy, there is a prophecy. Oh my god, I'm missing out on so much. There is a prophecy. So there is a prophecy saying that set five dragonettes to answer the call to end the war that has lasted 20 years against Bur- the three Sandwing Queens, Blaze, Blister, and Burn. So the war is like, when the war has lasted 20 years, the dragonettes will come. When the world when the world is bathed in blood, blood and tears, the dragonettes will come. Find the sea wing egg of deepest blue, and wings of night shall come to you. It's something like that. So it calls for five dragonettes of the of the of the nightwing tribe, sea wing tribe, uh, skywing tribe. Sandwing tribe and Mudwing tribe, not other tribes with like the Icewing tribe, for example. And it does not call for the Icewing tribe. I I I'm sad about that. They should have included an Icewing, cause that would have probably he or she would probably keep the group together. Cause we know that I if you've read all the books. We know that ice wings are usually, not all the time, snowfall, are, and other dragons, like Ant Tundra, or Tundra. Uh, ice wings are usually the calm ones, and I think we could have used one of them. But we were missing the calm one, and we didn't have one, and I'm kind of sad about that. We should have had a calm one. Starflight, I would say, is more the calm one, but he worries too much. But I like Starflight for that simple reason, because it's like me. I worry a lot. So, yeah. So then, uh, so we meet Clay. Yeah, he loves food. He When we first see him, he's having a fighting session against Kestrel, a fighting class. You could call it against Kestrel. But he's really not a fighter. He really does not want to fight other dragons a lot. He'd rather not do that. He really doesn't want to do that. So when he try, when he does it, when he when he tries to fight, Kestrel beats him up. It's like kind of insane. So Kestrel is a she, not a he. At first I thought it was a he, but it's actually a she. I learned that later in the book. Yeah. So Kestrel, Kestrel really, really is fierce. She. She does not want, she just, she's just a mean, he's, she's like that mean teacher in school who really, like, hates you. Like, 
she doesn't she hates everybody it's like oh my god i don't i've i've had one of those teachers before but my teacher right now is pretty good i like i like her she teaches me a lot she can be strict at times but that's what's good about this teacher i had one of my last teacher i was a teacher's pet i know you're gonna probably yell at me but i was and then she left and i felt like I really needed a strict teacher, and then I got one. I'm like, yes, I have a strict teacher now. So I got really a taste of both being one who's not the favorite, and I, 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 I really disliked being the teacher's pet now. I really look back on it and just feel like it was kind of a stupid thing. I was in third. I'm just going to get back to this story. But uh, when I, uh, okay, so Clay is in the fighting session. He gets really beat up. His tail gets scorched. He bite. He uh, tries to step on Kestrel's tail, but then he gets. Well, no, Kestrel try, bites on his tail. You know, it just like he's she, she's really beating him up like really hard, and he's really beat up after that. So he heads back to the cave to do history with the others. And Clay seems we we already know that Clay is a really not a fighter. He's one to the he's the nice guy he he doesn't like he's the big nice he's kind of like uh his personality is similar to my dog's personality where he's so loving but he's so big it's so clay's really big he's orange he's big he's the definition of a mudwing i would say but he has more bright colors than most mudwings i've seen but yeah that's a that's Clay. He wants to go into the... He, so after that, he goes into the history room. where Well, his sleeping cave, where they're doing history. And they're trying to reenact. Instead of, like, reading about it, they're reenacting it. Like, you know, they have to ask... So basically, the war started when Queen Oasis was killed by a scavenger. So then they, the three Sandwing princesses really wanted to become queen. And so they had a war over it. And it's last 20 years that we know. So and the prophecy says that two, two shall die and one shall learn. And that, that one, if that, fate, if that dragon bows to a fate that's higher, she will have the power of wings of fire. You know, I I don't know why Tuikisha. She is yeah yeah you know okay well so you know so um he want they try to reenact it so it's sunny no Starflight's the scavenger no Clay is the scavenger Starflight is Oasis. It was hilarious, you know, because like you know they are not. You're not, you know, they're not, of course you know that, they're probably not trained actors, because they've probably not been trained to act when they've been treated badly for six years of their entire life. Well, um, so they, uh, try to react it, but then they get caught by it. I think it's Dune. I think Dune's like, no reenacting, you can't, no acting, just read about it, please, and we learned that Sonny did that. So now we learn that Sonny is a very bad liar. She will. She's really bad at lying. Um. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. So. Um. She's really bad at lying. 
So Sonny's really bad at lying. Yeah, really, really bad at lying. So now, because we learned that they, she was like, oh, oh, Dan, we could work on reenactment. Okay, that's not what she sounds like, in my opinion. She sounds like Shannon McManus's good voice of her, because I read and listen to the books so i feel like i i said did a perfect impression of what the voices should be like so shannon mcbanis you did shout out even though you're probably never gonna listen to this um so i uh, sonny's like oh dude guess what we're going to do we're reenacting the, the, you know, the, the three Sandlin queens. And th- that's when we learned that Sonny's already a really bad liar. And she's done this before. You know, when... The, so there's a story that Clay tells to us that says... One time she um had... One time they were trying to build... When they were tiny, they tried to build a rock tower all the way up to the sky hole in the top of their... S- sleeping cave so they could see out into the world but then uh uh they sonny tried to hide it but then she told dune again and was like guess what we're we're building a hole up to the sky hole and we're and then they knocked it down oof that's what happened oof yeah then uh they got bold they were got mistreated again you know all the stuff that you should not treat a dragon when they're six um, so, then Clay, so then Clay, we're reenacting, and then they get caught, and it's kind of sad, because I wanted to see the rest of how they acted it out, so, yeah, and so they get called for dinner, and for cows, I'm trying, it's getting kind of slow, this is going to be a pretty long episode, guys, so, <coughs> ah, sorry, pretty long, so, yeah, so they get called for dinner. They get cows for dinner. Um, so steak and stuff. So you know, this is when we learn that Clay loves eating, and you know, so that's when we learn that. And so they have dinner. I I, I have to. So after they have dinner, they um, they learn that they're. They are eavesdropping. After dinner, they learn that the Marosir, uh, a big boy nightwing, comes. A big male nightwing who comes, like, massive nightwing. And nightwings are rumored to have mind-reading powers, but Starflight doesn't have mind-reading powers. So he's like, what are they going to think of me? What are they going to think of me? I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, he just starts kind of freaking out when they uh, do that. So Marisir is supposed to come around this time to uh, inspect the dragon acts and see how they are. And he's like, a rainwing. A rain wing? You could have chose an ice wing, but you chose a rain wing. You know, he's mad because rain wings are supposed to be super lazy. But the problem is, Lori's really not that lazy. Well, yeah. And she's really fierce. She's the fiercest rain wing I know about. That, that I know about right now. So, then... 
she is pretty much they hear that he later that they when they're having like when they're talking later in the night that they are going to um kill glory in the night they're gonna sh- so they so tsunami tries to stop them but gets been chained up by the river which she loves so much because there's a tiny stream running through the cave so they try to get they're like <laughs> But Tsunami's not like that. She's very fierce, like Glory, but more fierce and killable. She's deadly, I would say. So, uh, then, they try to figure out a way to get Glory out. So then Clay and Tsunami devise a plan to get... Since they realize the river has to go somewhere into the outside world, so why don't we go under the river? So mud wings can hold their breath underwater for a two an hour, up to an two hours, I think. So he try he has to try doing that. So when he does, so then so he goes underwater while everybody's sleeping, and boom, he's in the lake. So then he's just swimming. He really hates it more than anything, and then he like some kind of glowworm things attacks him and it's like acid he's like ah ah oh my god this feels like ah, ah, ah. and it like really painful and then he passes out and so tsunami somehow breaks free of her chains and boom she's with clay and saves him with to drown so when they when she does that they they head out together but then when they re- they see light it's not light, it's just more lowworm stuff. So they keep swimming for a, an hour now, and then when they do that, then they finally actually see real daylight and, well, nightlight, or whatever they, I think it was nighttime when they did it. And they uh, came out and boom, they're in night. But then he flies and flies, but then he realizes the tsunami's not next to him. He looks low, but and then sees tsunami falling to her death because she somehow uh, scraped her wing or broke it or dislocated it well he doesn't know that but he she actually dislocated her wing well her wing bone or whatever dragons call it and anatomy well i you know they're actually um i learned that in the 10th book that the rain the they're teaching uh, herbs and healing herbs and healing now which means that they'll learn about the dragon body so now we know that we're gonna know eventually we're gonna start knowing about what the dragon anatomy and and how that works how the dragon body works and stuff so basically the dragons when they uh they basically uh see she clay tries to dives down and pulls up saving her and when they try to get a tsunami lands on the ground and tries running into a tree, but Clay stops her. That's gonna hurt a lot. So then he decides to push her bone back into her socket. And when they do that, she's like, ah! And, they, and she doesn't. And you know, they're all saved. But then they see a scavenger. And they're like, well, a scavenger is a human, by the way. But they don't call us humans because they don't know if we're actually called humans. So they try to catch the scavenger, 
and Baba Booey. They almost do it, but then a Skywing, a massive jewel-filled Skywing with a crown jumps in front of them. It's like, that's my scavenger, and she takes it, the queen. We learn that it's Queen Scarlet, the most feared queen in Pyria. And um, so then she takes it, bites uh, this head off, and she's like, really that did, I always think uh, I think it's gonna be worth it when I eat one but they always taste terrible yeah I I can imagine that we taste terrible worse than I can imagine because we know we have all our brains and snot and other stuff up here and we we look different than dragons well we don't they, or cows I, I don't know but we're like, Bleh. so they have to try to escape, and if they try running, they're probably gonna get attacked. They're like, what is what is a sea wing and a mud wing doing out here together? We are the dragonouts of destiny. The drag, what well, we're they, they didn't, but they they didn't say that. They were like, probably that's not a good idea to say that. But they were like, uh, we're friends. So then they then a tsunami's trying to create a diversion and bites um Scar- uh, queen scarlet's tail and she's like ow ow and like it's bleeding and they fly back to the cave and they f- try to find it but they can't find it for a while and eventually they find the smoke signal that they had planned out tsunami had planned out with starflight and stuff so they go and find the cave open the cave and then they're like oh, they're back and they save glory. But then, the Skywings come in. And they're like, yo, we're gonna take you all captive. And Doom's like, you can't do that. You cannot. But then, Scarlet comes up to him. Queen Scarlet snaps his neck. It's like, oh my god. She is deadly as hell. So then, when uh, they, they take them all capture, they end up in the arena. Where they're like, Scarlet's like, ooh, guess what? I can, I can see a, a Nightwing fight. I wonder how that'll go. But Starfleet's the calm one who worries too much. Is not a fighting type like Clay is not the fighting type. Neither is Sunny the fighting type. But Tsunami and um, Glory are the fighting types. So then um, they get all posted up on these big towering posts where their wings are tied so they can't fly away and they're in chains, kind of. And then the champion comes up to him. At least we know she's the champion with a burnt pig, a really, really black burnt pig. She's like, she's, he's like, ooh, it tastes terrible. And he's like, I'm uh, fire scales, sorry. So that fire scales means that she has like a temperature, scales that are a temperature of a thousand degrees. So she can burn anything in like two seconds. So, yeah, she can kill a lot of things. That's why she's a champion. So, um, Peril, we learned that her name is Peril. She's like, okay, I'm just going to have to kill you. She seems cheerful, but she's kind of psychotic at this time. Because she's just been taught to be cheerful, but also really deadly. So she's like, I'll just have to kill you in the arena tomorrow. I mean, if you beat that ice wing over there, 
you know, I'm just have to kill you in the arena the tom- uh, next uh, tomorrow. No, no, next to- uh, If you beat that ice wing, I'll have to kill you. Um, okay, said Clay. So, um, they're like, oh, sure. So the first fight is a uh, tsunami against Gil. Well, a sea wing named Gil. And Tsunami wins by snapping Gil's neck. That has major consequences in the future, if you know. If you know, if you've read book two. Um, yeah, so basically, they, um, they, they, they <laughs> ah, my brain, I'm starting to mess up. Um, so then it's Clay versus an Ice Wing, and... And so, during that time, um, Scarlet puts Glory up on a tree, where she's like, you like my new art? And boom, she's art now. Well, not really, because Rain Wings have the ability, uh, they're like chameleons where they can change their scale color, and it's kind of cool. It's usually due to emotions, but they can change it on will. Well, with blind, at least we know that blind um, rain wings do not have the ability to change their skills at will. They have the ability to change, they, they, but their emotion scale colors really change vib- color vibrantly really a lot. So, because I can't tell what their scales are doing, so they don't really have the ability to change it. So, then... Um, so she's like, my new art. And so, yeah, Glory's just posted up on a big dead tree, um, next to Queen Queen Scarlet's throne facing the arena. So then he put, she puts him against an ice wing, and they fight. And they're like, I don't, Clay's like, I don't want to hurt you. But then, he's like, I must. If you, if you just stop fighting, we'll die. We'll both die. And so he ch- tries to kill him with frost breath. He realizes how cold it is. But then, sprints! Some kind of black venom acid comes flying next to him. And bam! Hits the ice wing in the face. The ice wing loosens its grip so much and lets go. And it's like screaming his eye. He's like, oh my gosh, what the? What the? What the? What the? And then Baba Booey kills the Ice Wing. The Ice Wing is dead. So he gets flown back up to face the next, uh, the next champion the next day. So then, so not, so then it's um it's just intermission and they're all chilling. And then, so, uh, um, uh, Scarlet learns that the Dragon Knights of Destiny, so he takes the Sand Wing. The Nightwing and all the Dragon Knights of Destiny to her um, throne room, where they're like, you know, you know, where they're talking. It's like Sunny, Sunny has not been posted up on a throne and just put in a small cage up on the top of the roof. Is like Thorn, no, Burn will love this. No, not Burn. It might be Burn or Blister. I think it's Blister. So Blister, Blister, no. No, it's it's Burn. Burn will love this. And pointing at Sunny, 
because Sunny doesn't have a tail barb like all Sandlings do, which is like a scorpion tail where it's super venomous and can kill a dragon. It's almost as powerful as dragon bite viper venom, but not as because uh, dragon bite viper venom is so much more powerful and deadly than Sandwing venom, but Sandwing venom is very powerful, but she doesn't have one, so oof. So then, Sandwing, so she's a Sandwing, so then, then the Sandwing, then, so then, Sunny, they're like all, Sunny's like, ooh, this is interesting, I want to fight them against, you know, so then, they put them back up on their post, Square brings, oh no, uh, Pero brings Claymore burnt food, and just uh, pretty much nothing important really happens. They, but they do make a plan to escape, but then Glory's not included in that plan. But it turns out Glory had an idea all along, and Clay can tell she's not asleep because Glory's been trying to pretend she's asleep on the tree the entire time, but she's very bad at acting. But I guess she it could it could fool Queen Scarlet. So, uh, but Clay tr- kept looking at Glory and was like. This doesn't, she doesn't seem like she's sleeping. She seems more, she would be, you know, she just, he knows, he knows that she would look different while she sleeps. Um, so then Glory, so then he fights, the, uh, he fights Peril, and they're having an epic showdown, and then, well, actually, I can't remember who he fights. He fights another dragon, and then he's like, Scarlet's like, use your venom to finish him off. It's another dragon. Uh, I can't remember what tribe it was. It might have been Port Peril. He's like, use your venom. And then a blast of venom hits Queen Scarlet in the face. Baba Booey. And she's like, ow. And she's like screaming. And they escape. With Peril, but Peril betrays them somehow. I, I can't remember how she betrays them. So then they escape, you know, all that stuff. So stuff interesting. So after they get out of the arena, they try to find Clay's parents. And they learn that Clay's parents sold him for a, sold him to the Talons of Peace, which were who keep, were the people who are keeping him in the cave for a cow. Two cows, I think. Well, that's the end of today, the Dragonettes of Destiny book. This was a really long episode. Um, I, I, I didn't really get the full detail. I'm sorry, but I tried my best. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys next episode. Okay, so before I end the episode out today, I'm just going to say what I thought about this book. This book was one of the best books, I think, it because, it, of course, it started out the entire book series. One tiny book to start out, one big, massive book series. It's, I don't think you could ever realize what a hit this book would be and how it would start something this big to have a wiki of a thousand, like a hundred thousand members. You know, it's quite... It's quite, you know, just kind of crazy how far her book series has gone so far. It's going to keep going. I th- I know that. I give this book a 
8 out of 10. Um, the reason for this is because I didn't give it a 10 because I feel like it could have had a little bit more detail to explain the next book. And a little bit more things to happen after they went out of the arena. Because the arena, usually I hope, usually when I read a book, I, I usually see, what I like about it is it, it has one big event and then another big event. But this one had just one big event. Well, kind of, like getting stuck in the arena. Like in Ender's Game, you know, in Ender's Game and the Hunger Games, it's like Katniss gets picked for the Hunger Games. And then she, boom, makes it into, then she gets into the Hunger Games. There's so much, excuse me. Then, then PETA, which is a character in the series, turns out to like have a crush on Katniss, and that's what saves them in the games. See, there's two big events that really help the series, in my opinion. So, um, and to help the book. So, this only had one. I think it was still a really amazing book anyway, though. I, I think it did pretty good on just one big event, I would say. I really hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys in the next episode, and bye. Oh, sorry. This episode was made using Anchor Podcasts. Uh, they're not sponsored, but I'd just like to say thank you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and bye. Um, sorry for not posting on, you know, Saturday and Thursday, but this episode was a massive episode. Almost two of, two of my usual episodes mixed together, and I think... That was pretty good. It gives you 35 minutes of straight-up stuff. So I'll try to do better next week. I'm still trying to get in the room of making an episode every... uh, Two episodes every week. I will see you guys later, and bye.